0: All right. Hello and welcome to Just a Family. This is giving you something to talk about or Just a Live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of Just a Live TV as well as the Women Supporting Women, uh, Women, Supporting Women Can Network. Um, today's sponsor is a Phoenix Identity. Uh, your most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself. Don't ever feel like you don't know who you are um what you want or how to make it happen ever again uh let us let them help you reconnect to to your most beautiful self go and check that out link in the description for a clarity session um today we're gonna be talking about empty nest syndrome and to do that with me is our guest speaker who happens to be the beautiful and talented noelle peterson thank you so much melissa it's gonna be a great show thanks for having me Absolutely. So you are completely focused on empty nest syndrome. Is that correct?
1: Correct. Uh, women in that, that's my, my, my niche is the women in that transition and trying to refo- refocus on who we are so that we can be better prepared for the
0: future. Absolutely. And you and I are similar in that aspect. Um, so I'm an identity coach. And part of that is, you know, being able to reconnect you to your identity and empty nest syndrome, retirement, they all kind of go hand in hand for me because they have the same cause and I'm going to talk to everybody quickly about my last few days so in the last few days I have had my daughter has been in the ER every day since Monday um today was the last day they took the IV out she has three weeks of antibiotics um massive infection in her jawbone uh shortly from leaving the dentist on monday got into a car accident um minor minor car accident nobody's hurt but there is considerable damage to my new vehicle um and then there's so many things and then there's more on top of that but we're not getting into what else on top of that but it's this week has been an absolute roller coaster ride for me and in on top of that all I was telling Noelle I started a seventh business I'm not telling you what it is but it will be coming Um, more so my husband's than mine but um in all of that and and I'm gonna get to the point of what creates empty nest syndrome or in my my case what what would create empty nest syndrome is I could be sitting here right now so absolutely overwhelmed with my role as a mother with my role as a wife, with my role as a creator, I could be insanely overwhelmed going, what do I do? Where do I go? I have to focus on this and I have to focus on that and I can't focus on anything else. So yesterday I went and picked up my oldest daughter. Um, she went to school this week. So I, I dropped her off before I moved to the ER for the antibiotics. And then I picked her up at the end of the day. So I go and pick her up at the end of the day. And yesterday was probably the biggest gong show of my day, of my week. And she gets in the car and she starts telling me, she says, Mom, how was your day? And I said, Eh, it was all right. Like it wasn't, it, it was all right. And she starts telling me that, you know, she was happy and then angry and then happy. Now, My role as a mother is to support her, listen to her, do all of these things for them, right? I have four children. I'm supposed to be there for them. And I turned around and I said, honey, I said, right now, I need to tell you that I'm not all there. Um, I'm pretty scatterbrained right now. I I need to focus on driving. And I'm just not, I I can't talk right now. Like, I just, I, I need some me time. And... I had to take her to the store. So we were going to the store on the way to the store. You know, I said, you know what? Okay, I'm fine. Let's talk. And then on the way to the store, I called my husband and I said, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and I'm a little bit anxious. And it was um, due to something that was going on for him. And I talked that out with him and I showed everybody that one, I needed me time. Two, that I was struggling and three, how they could help me. And I think that one of the problems that I find for empty nesters is you are so overwhelmed from the time they're born or even before they're born while you're pregnant (laughs) till they leave. You're so overwhelmed in mom mode and we're taught society teaches us. You have to be in mom mode all the time. You have to be there for your children, wake up for them, um, be there when they need to talk to you, everything and anything they tell you that you need to do. And for me, I say, you know, I need me to.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, Melissa. It is 100% the the role that we, society puts on us that we take on and feel like we're responsible for everything. And there has to become a time where the kids are responsible for themselves and they learn accountability and responsibility and even our husbands to some extent, because they can be a, a fifth child in your case. And we feel like we have to be there to take care of them in every instance. But when they turn 18, it's not an all of a sudden, okay, my hands are washed, you're on your own. It's a transition. Mm-hmm. It is a And it is a struggle that we face that the role that we take on as mom isn't who we are, like you were saying earlier. Who we are Is the core. It is the same. It does not change who we are, what we're passionate about, what we focus on. That drives who we are and what we do. But being a mom, being a wife, being uh, an employer, being an employee, being an uh, entrepreneur, all those things are parts of us it doesn't define who we are at the
0: core. They're, they're the roles and titles we subscribe to. And while we absolutely love them, um, I'm gonna challenge everybody. And and we've talked about gardens, we've talked about seeds. Imagine that your role or are, are you are, are a plant, right? Um, I'm just gonna grab my closest plant, You're a plant, right? You're, you're this jade tree. <laughs> if you as a mom are this jade, jade tree, And you have all of these different branches. Are you going to water each individual branch? Or are you going to water the whole thing? Right? Now, the second part of that is, as a mom, and and so many women, so many women I've come into contact with, as mothers, are, I'm only here for my kids. I'm, everything is about my kids. And I say, that's great. And I love that mentality, but... If you spend the next, whether you have one child, whether you have four children, you know, my oldest is 21 this year. (laughs) My youngest is nine. I still have many years as a full-time mom. But at the same time, if I'm not watering myself and I'm ignoring myself as the plant 18 years from now, 25 years from now, that plant's going to be like, water dry and on its last leg, not knowing where it's going to get its next drop of water from. And then you get the MTNS syndrome, right? Where it's, who am I? What am I supposed to do now? I'm not mummy, mummy, mummy. I need you. I need you. I need you. Make sure that you take your medicine, make sure that you get to school on time, make sure you pay your insurance, whatever that looks like. you're not in that role 24 seven anymore.
1: Well, I think there's a transition because even as teenagers, we can't be in that 24 seven, they're not gonna let us, they don't like us there. They need the structure, they need the rules, but they don't want a helicopter mom. No. They, they need to grow up, they wanna grow up. And you're know, using your plant as analogy, if you don't water yourself, if you don't fertilize and take care of who you are, a plant will eventually die and, it, and it's unrecoverable. But thankfully we're not. Yeah. You can still go back and work on you I will say that I have a seed that was planted in my heart in 1998. I didn't water it or do anything to it till a couple of years ago. And now right. that, that seed is being um, flourished and growing and turning into a wonderful life that I get to live now that my kids are adults and get, and moved on.
0: Yep. I am um, to use the plant and it's almost like it gets frozen in time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, good we, we aren't plants, so we we don't wither and die if we don't get watered. <laughs> we do, <laughs> but uh, like in this analogy part, we don't.
1: um, I will say you can, yeah. if you don't take back because if you look, um, I think about my, my mother. My mom had four kids, and she loved them dearly, took care of them when they were kids. But once they moved out, she kind of ended up being a different person, and I didn't have a relationship with her after that. When my youngest brother moved out she had retired and she never recovered. She died of a broken heart because she did not make that transition into who she is and what she can do in this world.
0: Yeah. And and that's the sad part, right? We forget who we are. And I've seen this time and time again. I've seen it with content creators. Uh, There was a, there's a very well-known content creator all across social media, TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and all that. And I've watched some of her journey and during that journey, um, she's gotten married, she's had kids, now she's separated with two young kids, uh, one of which has a disability, um, and, and and still a content creator. And she did a video once, and I've shared it in a past episode, but she did a video once saying, you know, are you guys just all okay? Because I'm not. Like, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing, <laughs> I'm not Okay. And I love that she mess. I love that she said that. Obviously, me in the background, I'm going, "Hi, I can help you. <laughs> I can help you." But when we are born, okay. So, and and empty nesters, please remember that your kids go through this too. When you're born, you're created. You don't know who you are. <laughs> you have a sense of who you are, right? And you have that instinctual. You look at kids now. And I don't know how many videos I've seen of just kids with like pure ad, pure attitude and it's just, it's fun to watch, right? And they grow and that attitude changes and their, their beliefs change and everything changes and you're creating this persona in that time. When you hit your preteens, that's when you start to really create your identity. Who am I? What matters to me? What values do I hold? Your lifestyle, you know, impacts all that. Your environment impacts all that then let's say me then I grow up uh, and, and if I was doing the society's ideal path um, I get married and now I'm not just Melissa I'm Tom's wife and my identity becomes Tom's wife then I have kids and whenever any child comes to my house it's Nick's mom Bella's mom Haley's mom can have some water whatever that look I'm not me I am Tom's wife, Mrs. Kretschler, or I am, you know, Haley's mom. (laughs) Like my individuality, my identity is encompassed by the wife or mother. And then if you add on that, you're a CEO, if you add that you're a content creator, or, you know, if you have a career, whatever that looks like then you add that on on top of it now if you're stay-at-home mom that's even like you're everything not to say that we're not everything all the time because we are but you just you're keeping adding on to to this idea or society's idea of your who you are in your perfect life's life right and that doesn't happen so again going through this 18 20 years now you're you know whoever's mom and then all of a sudden they're like, "I don't want to talk to you. I don't like you. Leave me alone. I just want to go out with my friends." Um, my oldest is twenty-one, and he has given me—he, uh, I added him to my Apple plan on my on my phone, and I stalk all of my family. Like literally, my husband and my—I stalk them, and they know that I stalk them. And I was like, oh, what were you doing on that road the other day? He's like, you were stalking me, weren't you? And I was like, yeah, I don't care what you were doing. I just want to know that you're alive. (laughs) Like, I don't care what he does. I don't care where he is. You know, I'll I'll, every so often, right? Like I'm going to open my phone right now. And it has all my, like my husband and all four of my kids or three of my four kids. And it's like, oh, that one's at work. That one's at work. That one's at school. That one's at home. And it just gives me a peace of mind, but my children know me and know enough that, okay, I don't need them here all the time, right? I need them here all the time and I'm okay with that, but I need to know that they're okay. And whether that's me stalking them, whether that's them texting me, I got home or whatever that looks like, cause my oldest lives on his own now. It's, they know what I need. And that's healthy communication. That's healthy coping with the fact that he's no longer living with me. Right. And yeah. transitioning into a new way of being his mom.
1: Yeah. I like to, we're, uh, my recent phrasing is moving from enforcer to influencer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're no longer hovering. We're no longer responsible for what they eat or when they eat or how they eat or that they're sleeping. But mm-hmm. we want to have those conversations. So when they're struggling with something, they listen to our advice. Mm -hmm. We've got more years of experience for a reason. And sometimes they don't care what we have to say. But if you've worked on that relationship over those 18 years, they're willing to listen and at least acknowledge that you have some wisdom. Mm -hmm. And my son's 23, so I get it. He's actually in another state now. And I do do track him on my phone. I can pull him up anytime I want to, but I don't need to. And if, if I'm traveling, okay, I know how far you are from me, but they also track me. They know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. It's a mutual conversation. And part of it is for travel. So I can get to you if something happens.
0: Yep. Um, For me, it's peace of mind. I am over analytical. I am an analyst at heart. And so even from a very young age, if you're supposed to be home at a certain time and you're not home at that time, I'm not thinking that I'm angry. I'm thinking, oh my God, is everything okay? And the longer it takes, I'm like, I've done that with my parents. I've done that with my husband, done that with my friends, with my children. Uh, That's just, uh, that's my form of panic um, and anxiety. So they they work with me on that by allowing me to stop them.
1: Well, Um, I will say that I also... doc uh, and monitor my father-in-law mm-hmm. so we can keep tracking both ge- generations both directions it's the same yeah. thing
0: right and you know it sometimes that's comfort and sometimes it's whatever it needs to be um but i love that you said the influencer i had a really great friend we 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 stopped talking a few years ago but i had a really great friend um who a few years ago when i was dealing with my my oldest getting into his mid teens or early teens uh, early teens. And then my youngest, we were just having another baby and it was, well, um, she came into my life and, and she helped me really just understand that they needed responsibility. They needed that influence, that influencer a lot earlier than I ever thought. And so that's, it It started then where it was like, okay, you have options, you know, I'm not going to be on you about what to eat, but you have options. Um, I do, even my, my oldest, when he comes over, you ask me before you eat my food. <laughs> because if you eat the last of my cookies, I'm going to be pissed, but no. Um, so little rules here and there, but at the same time, oh, mom, can I have a snack? Okay, what do you want? What do you want, right? And if they come back to me and say, hey, I want junk food, I'll be like, okay, are you going to have that now? Or are you going to have that later? And are you going to eat it with something healthy, right? And just influencing their capability of making decisions and influencing their that that back and forth. And like you said, that does help when they do leave the nest, because my my oldest 21 son, no less my 21 year old son will call me and ask me everything he will tell me he will tell me things I don't want to know, but he will. And that's because at a very early age, I said, I don't care whether it's sexual. I don't care where it's personal. I don't care whether it's spiritual. I don't care what it is that you have to ask me, ask me. Nothing's going to embarrass or shock me. I want to hear it. If you need help, I want to hear it.
1: 100%. I mean, we hear more from our 23 year old now than we ever did when he was home.
0: Yeah. And that still makes you feel like a mom. That mm-hmm. still makes you feel like you're, you know, momming and being a part of their life. And you just get to look at them differently. Now I look at my kids and I'm like, I'm so proud. My, the two sons, while I didn't raise one, he's not my biological, he's, he's my stepson. Um, the 19 and and 21 year olds are both working full time. They have pensions, they have, you know, they're, they have career plans in front of them. And it's awesome. fantastic. And then yep. I look at the girls and I'm just like, you guys suck right now. <laughs> They're eight and 13. So that's We're different. But <laughs> oh, boys are
1: so, 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 so different. I have a 26 year old girl. We had, I mean, they just, they need different stuff at different times and they just behave differently.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a different kind of parenting, but getting back to our topic, empty nesting. Yes. So. <laughs> Empty nest syndrome is what happens when you don't put yourself first at all in the time that you spend raising your kids. And then when your kids leave, it's who am I? What am I supposed to do? What do I even enjoy? What do I like? You have no relationship with yourself at all. When you get to that empty nest syndrome or that point where your kids are ready to leave, if you haven't put yourself first, your partner second, you're not going to have a relationship. You're not going to have, um, sorry, I smell smoke, uh, not like burning. It's almost like toast. I'm not having a stroke, but it smells like burning toast. Um, with that being said, that's why I said it goes hand in hand with retirement for me. Totally. How many people will get divorced when their kids leave? Mm-hmm. How many people will get divorced or have like a midlife crisis when they retire? Because they don't know who they are, they don't know what they like, they don't know who they are, they don't know what path to take or how to entertain themselves. Their full 99% of waking hours are not now filled with being away from mother or you know any of those things, right?
1: Totally. That's what creates it. Yeah, it's uh, divorce. It's it's transitions in life. You you change your name. We as women change our name when we get married or divorced. We change our roles when we have kids, when they leave, when they go off to kindergarten, when they go off to college, when they go off to high school, there's many transitions that we feel that I, I'm not sure men do, but we have to take a moment and think about who we are. If you're sitting home on a Saturday and you don't know what to do, my problem. chances are you're thinking so much of all the roles you've played and they don't need you. Now, who am I and what do I need to do?
0: Yeah. Um, unlike me where I'm sitting home on a Saturday night going, come over and play cards or leave me the F alone. Cause I want to read my book.
1: <laughs>
0: right.
1: Um, right. We have, a, we have a plan. We have things we can do because we know who we are and we, what, what we want to do. And this to-do list of mine just gets longer and longer as the week goes on.
0: Yep. Yeah. And you know what, it, it sounds hard. And, and for a lot of you mothers who are still in that, completely active role and not to say that you're not an active mother but you know what i mean when your kids are at home and you're still taking care of them if you're there i i I caution you and, and not in a fear way not in a put yourself first your children our role as as parents are to teach them how to become happy healthy fully functioning adults They are going to grow up and lead. That that's our job is to help them grow up and lead. And they create their own life. They're not going to have all that time for you, right? Um, people ask me, why do I put myself first? Because from the day I'm born to the day I die, I am my own constant. My husband will come and go, my children will come and go, but I am always there day one to day zero and nobody else is going to do it for you. Exactly. You have to put yourself first.
1: You think about the um, analogy of the airplane. They tell you, first thing they tell you is if those oxygen masks fall, put yours on first. Because if you think about it, if you sit, take the time to put the oxygen mask on your child or an elderly person or a sick person, or whatever it is, by the time you get to putting the mask on yourself, you may not have enough strength. You have to take care of you so that you can take care of others. Yep. And your impact is so much bigger if you can do what you were put on this earth to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: will 100%. say for myself, I spent 20 years in ministry taking care of everybody else, doing everybody else's thing. The seed planted in 98 just sat there and until I could take some time to evaluate who I am and what I want to do and what I'm here for and what I like to do.
0: Yep. And like I said, it's, it sounds hard. It's really, once you get the hang of it, it's not, it's, it's health communication, right? It's
1: fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Doing what you want to do. I mean, I've had so much fun working the last six months mm-hmm. than I ever did in a job. Yep. I, and, I love what I do. Yeah, it is. It is so enjoyable and refreshing and fulfilling. More than anything, you know, you've got to be where you are meant to be, so that you can enjoy waking up in the morning. I mean, I will say, my kids got me up for many, many, many mornings. But like you said, I was always Robert's wife, Nikhil's mom, Russell's mom. We were in 20 years of ministry. I was never Noel, ever. I was always somebody else's something. Yep. But you know, once I know what I want to do, it makes a difference.
0: And let's go back to like the Greek mythology days. Women were, were revered. Women were revered. They were their own person, their own. So I'm psychic intuitive. So for anybody who knows that, we were protected, right? Women were protected for the fact that we are life-giving, for the fact that we are emotional, we are caretakers, we are all of the different things, we have all the different focuses. We have an innate ability to multitask like no other. Um, and I think that's one of our biggest strengths.
1: (laughs) And downfalls. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can be
0: so focused on
1: yeah. You focus on so many things. You got so many balls in the air, so many tabs open in your browser. Yeah but are any of them yourself?
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's like my week this week, right? Where from Sunday on it was mom and infection and, you know, my other kids and then my tablet I or my laptop I took in to have tested. Now I found out that it's completely dead and crashing. Um, and it just one thing after another right and when you don't know who you are or how you process or your emotional mental health and well-being what you need and how to communicate that you fall very quickly very quickly
1: yeah you need in i mean that's the advantage of having some good strong people around you I and mean, one of the things i talk about a lot is who are you around and being intentional on those relationships you need people around you that are going to lift you up encourage you, give you the, 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 tough feedback that you need, but also the positive reinforcing stuff.
0: Yeah. And I need to make this known tough feedback that you need. And this goes for you. This goes for your children. This goes for your partners, whatever, when you are giving somebody tough feedback, remember that it's not about you. It is not about you. It is not about how you feel. Um, if you're getting tough feedback, it's not about how they, you know, it's, it's, that's an individualistic thing. Sorry. i I had a issue recently with somebody in my close circle and, um, I just keep coming back to that when people talk about, about feedback and criticism because that, that the way I was made to feel had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with them and that was not okay. Um, so make sure that, you know, you're focusing on, on compassion and caring when you're giving that feedback. Especially when it comes to yourself. So,
1: right. Yeah, no, that it, 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 it you have to filter through who it's coming from.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? I give you a second to recover.
1: <laughs> i tickle my throat that just won't go away.
0: Not a problem. I had oh. one the other day.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, be, be very conscious of who you're around and who you are. Know what your values are and your priorities. And it's okay to say no to something if you're saying yes to your priorities.
0: No, absolutely. All right. Well, I welcome anybody watching or catching the replay. Please reach out to either myself or Noelle if you need help with Nest syndrome or if you just want to proactively make sure that you don't have issues with that transition. Um, because we all do transition through that. Um, any questions or comments, please feel free to leave them. This show is all about creating conversations. So if you want to hear more, if you have a topic, if you want to be a guest or a sponsor, please feel free to reach out. Thank you so much, Noelle, for, for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been a great show, Melissa. Have a fabulous afternoon.
0: You too. All right. That is the end of our episode. Go check out our sponsor, Phoenix Identity. Sign up for a clarity session. If you would like to get proactive in um, not falling through all those cracks, find out who you are and re- correct, reconnect to your beautiful self. If you would like to be a guest on the show, again, reach out, Just tv.com You can find us all across social media, uh, like, follow, share, and comment, and show us the love. Anyway. Have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow.
1: Bye.